Thank you for all the input that you offered. I'm pretty sure I squeezed in every single suggestion that I got from you guys into this episode. What up, everybody? Miner, back again. Down here in beautiful San Diego. United States Marine Corps veteran, certified personal trainer, and certified fitness nutrition specialist, both through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. There's my credibility for you, my credentials. It's been raining a little bit down here, not so sunny. That's okay with me. We need a little hydration for the earth, you know what I'm saying? My audience out there that is looking into getting started working out or getting back into working out, this one is for you. If you guys are currently training, maybe you could find some stuff in here that may help you. Um, I was hesitant to do a video at first because I don't want to express too much narcissism. I don't want to come off as vain when I'm making a video filming myself talking. Uh, There's plenty of that already on social media, and that is actually what I'm trying to eliminate by doing this podcast. With this podcast, I am trying to uh, bring to light all the actual information that will help benefit everybody without the extreme motivation for self-interest that we so commonly see these days, all right? Um, It's for us. I want to make a little community out of this thing. I want to get it going. So thank you to everyone that has been listening. Thank you to new listeners tuning in now. Hopefully, I will be able to help you guys out, all right? All right, so the pillars of working out, getting started, I have some notes here that I wrote down. Number one, You got to look at it as if you're changing your lifestyle, okay? It's not a fad diet. It's not a, you know, one-day fix, one-week fix. It's going to be a completely new way to live. Number two, determine your why of why you're getting started working out, getting fit. Number three, determine your goals. And uh, this is different from your why. Your goals are more of what you would like to accomplish by training. Would you like to be healthier? Would you like to look better? Um, do you want to live to be 105? Those type of things. Number four, excuses, identification. I'll get into that. Number five, do it for you. Nobody else. Number six, nutrition first before training. Number seven, consistency equals results. Do not quit. Number eight, start at home. Number nine, breathe, eat, and drink. Number 10, compound lifts and full body movements. Number 11, your how. So number one, that lifestyle change. Approach it as if you are changing your lifestyle. If you are even listening to this podcast, it means that you are ready for that change. A lot of times we get the idea in our head and a lot of stuff gets in the way. I'll call that interference of why we don't actually start beginning to change our lifestyle. Think of it as a plane taking off, not as a jump into a pool. All right. It's going to take a lot of little incremental changes over time slowly that will begin to uh, build you up and get you where you want to go. So number two, determine your why. You got to figure out why you're doing it. What is motivating you to lose weight, get stronger, look better? Uh, For young men, I always like to ask, what's her name, right? That's usually the main motivation. What is that voice in your head telling you when you think it may be a good decision to get started on becoming healthier? That little voice that's in there, you have to listen to that thing. It could be, you know, your grandchildren that you want to be able to stick around and hang out with. Um, you, you could want to set the example for your children. That's always a great one. 
So number three, figure out your goals. The more specific your goal, the easier getting started and staying consistent is going to be. Try to be as specific as possible with these goals. It's one thing to say, I want to get healthier, I want to get in shape, but it's going to be harder to actually accomplish that unless you have certain things set out. I want to lose five pounds in five months. That's a specific goal. Or I want to run a marathon in a year or I want to, etc. Um, you need to be specific with those things because that way you will be able to actually research how to obtain that goal instead of just going to the huge galaxy of information that is out there when it comes to exercising and nutrition that will just lead you in a hundred different directions. Number four, identify what is and what is not a realistic excuse. The best way to tell is when you know you are interested in what the results of working out would be, but there are things that you place in between yourself and the action. Be honest with yourself. Make sure you do the hard stuff too. You should always aim for what is more challenging. Now, when it comes to excuses, there are some valid excuses, okay? That's things like injuries, diseases, uh, physical limitations, really, right? But what happens a lot of time is that we decide we want to begin exercising or getting healthier. And before we actually think of how we are going to do that or why we are going to do that, all these things pop up into play and get right in the middle between us and our working out goals, right? I'll tell you it is possible, but you're not going to go from you're not going to go from sedentary to Michael Phelps. I'll put it that way. Not being able to run a mile to running a marathon. But I promise you going from not being able to run a mile to running a marathon is absolutely possible, okay? It really is. It's just going to be those small incremental steps that you take in order to get there, realistic steps. That's why you got to set those goals, okay? Number 5. Do not be embarrassed, okay? Everybody starts somewhere. When I was growing up, I was a scrawny kid. I'm not saying I'm anything now, anything special, but I am a lot better off physically than I was when I was younger. My very specific goal was to join the Marine Corps, and that you know, allowed me to determine my goals. My goal was I need to run three miles in 18 minutes. I need to do 20 pull-ups. I need to do 100 sit-ups in two minutes, things like those. So that's why specific goals will help. So the worst thing that you can do is compare yourself to anybody. It's good to have role models, but if you do, make sure you know exactly what they do and what they had to do in the past to be exactly where they are. If you just determine that your goal is that you want to put on a bunch of muscle and you like The Rock, well, you better start figuring out what The Rock is doing and what The Rock has been doing for the past 20 years. And it's pretty hard to do that, especially when it comes to celebrities, because a lot of them don't want to reveal what they have been doing. And if they do want to reveal that, they usually want to charge you for it. Um, and that's what we see a lot on Instagram and stuff like that. So I really think, guys, that, that soon that will be eliminated because what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to find people out there that are doing as well is just putting this stuff out for free, okay? Number six, before starting exercise, before you do anything physical, assess your nutrition, Food is fuel for your body, and if your body is not fueled properly, you're going to have a really hard time getting started with exercise. The reason I always recommend looking at your nutrition first, not only is for the performance of your body, but also if you're overweight and you're looking to lose weight, this is an amazing way to start shedding off that weight without ever having to do any type of physical exercise. A lot of times, just a change in the lifestyle of your eating will get you very close to your, your physical 
uh, wants before you ever even start working out. So assess that nutrition first. The better quality food you eat, the better you will feel and the better your body will perform during exercise beginning right from day one. And this, once again, thinking of that lifestyle change will begin with things like drinking water instead of soda. If you can manage to only intake water or black coffee or tea without sweetener, sugar, anything like that, you'll drop weight. Please go listen to my Secret to Nutrition podcast. Um, That will answer all of those questions that I'm not going to go into on this podcast. Number seven, after assessing your nutrition, is remaining consistent. So getting started working out is one thing, but remaining consistent is the way more challenging aspect. It will be extremely challenging to start working out and eating healthy all at the same time. That is another reason I recommend you start working positively on your nutrition first before you begin working out. Focus on your recovery, get in tune with your body, stretch, continue to eat healthy, and do not quit when your body begins to adapt. Now, what I mean by this, I like to call it the two-week mark. I remember for myself, and I've watched uh, people that I've trained and people that I have uh, worked out with get up to that two-week mark and have second thoughts about this whole journey. And it's the same thing with nutrition. Two, two weeks is just about enough amount of time to where you're feeling good, but you get up to that point and you start feeling the pain and you're thinking, is this really worth it? But as we know, nothing good comes without sacrifice, okay? You got to give up those old habits if you want to create that new life, that new second chance at life, that new way of living, that healthy lifestyle, that feeling good, looking good. All that stuff comes with a bit of sacrifice. And once you get past that two-week mark where you start really just embracing that this is how you're going to be eating from now on or this is how you're going to be working out from now on, it's all up from there, okay? And the reason that two weeks for exercise is, is a quitting point for a lot of us is that you start getting sore. You get so sore that it's almost like scary, okay? Let's go. Get up. Go. And I'll tell you guys, caffeine works. Caffeine helps a lot, okay? Especially during that time. If you're feeling unmotivated, get a little coffee in you. If you can, stick to black coffee. That, that should be, you know, your motivation. There's some days where I, I, I'm in bed and I want to wake up and get out of bed just so I can get some caffeine in me. Um, am I addicted to caffeine? If it's possible, absolutely. But it does help me. And there's worse things out there for sure. Number nine, figure out how you are going to get yourself into that gym or get started working out at home. What is going to drive you and assist you in putting one foot in front of the other day in and day out in order to get there? You're gonna be sore. You might be embarrassed sometimes, even though you shouldn't, or you might feel lesser than some other people in the gym. Here's the thing. If there is anybody in that gym that is not going there to better themselves, they already lost the game. Focus on self. Get that rhythm going. Once again, caffeine helps. Number 10, start at home is how I recommend everybody to do it. Starting at home will eliminate all those gym apprehensions because you know you have those guys that are getting up in the gym doing crazy things and you might look at them and say, wow, there's no way I could get there. So use YouTube, Instagram, figure out how to exercise, um, figure out, you know, how to eat right. Start at home. 
The main equipment you will need are a couple kettlebells and some dumbbells. I love kettlebells, hands down. Uh, recently, I had a couple kettlebells donated to me. Before that, I never really used kettlebells, and now that's all I use. Um, with that being said, though, you really got to find what your fitness is, okay? Some people, it's running. Some people, it's just lifting super heavy weights. Some people, it's lifting light weights. Some people, it's body weights. Some people, it's swimming. Some people, it's riding a bike, skateboarding. It could be anything. You just got to figure it out for yourself. So try different things and figure out um, not only what you like, but also figure out what is challenging. And once you become good at one thing, go on that search again. Uh, you always need to be finding different things to challenge yourself. And at first, it's really easy to do that because everything is new to you. So try out all those new things. Um, don't find what is easiest. Find what is Find what you can manage, what is pleasurable, what you find value in. And while doing that, something that is still going to challenge you day in and day out. All you really need besides kettlebells and dumbbells is your body weight. If it's been a long time since you exercise or you're just starting out, begin by going for long walks that last a minimum of 30 minutes. Make sure the walk is quick. If this is too challenging, then it is your first goal to work up to. If a 30-minute walk is too easy, you can advance from there to a 10-minute slow jog, so forth. If one push-up is too hard, start with a push-up on your knees instead of on your toes. If that's too easy, then do more push-ups. And it's little simple regressions and progressions uh, from there. If something is too hard, that's what you need to work up to. If it's too easy, you're done with that. Move on. Find something more challenging. Number 11, focus on how you're breathing. Make sure you're comfortable with what's in your stomach as far as food. And bring water. Stay hydrated. All right? My rule of thumb, honestly, and this is straight from the military, my pee should be clear all the time. Some people say that's too much hydration. For me, it, it keeps me running optimally. It keeps me running how I like to run. Um, and I don't really usually sip water. It's not that exciting to me. I just chug a lot of water at one time. Um, so if my pee is yellow, I just slam water until my stomach is full. And then I'll pee. And if, it, if it's clear, then that means I'm at a good hydration level. Breathe, eat, and drink. The rule of thumb for breathing while exercising is... Whenever you're pushing, um, you're exhaling, or whenever, let's say, like you're curling up or you're pressing overhead or you're squatting, whatever that, that tough movement is, um, you're breathing out, you're exhaling, you're using that power. When you get a little bit of rest, per se, you're breathing in. There really is a very base level general consensus, okay? You need carbs, you need proteins, and you need fats. There's a million different ways to get those, but that's what you need. You need water. Anything beyond that is kind of just a fad, okay? There's a lot of diets out there. Don't focus on following the keto or the paleo or the carnivore or any, any diet. Don't focus on that at first. Just focus on getting the recommended scientific amounts of carbs, proteins, and fats, which you can find in my Secret to Nutrition podcast. Number 12, focus on compound lifts and full body movements. Do not get caught up in the isolation hype. You will burn more calories and make more progress this way. So what I mean by this, a compound lift is something like a bent over row or a bench press or a shoulder press or a squat or a deadlift. There's about seven common compound lifts. You can uh, Google them, YouTube them, type in compound lifts. Usually they're done with a barbell and some weights on the side of the bar. Can't even describe a number. 
a number or a metaphor or simile of how much more beneficial those are than doing something like a bicep curl, which is an isolation exercise, okay? If you follow like a common bodybuilder trend, uh, which is called a split, where you're doing muscle groups each day, like Monday you do your back and your biceps, Tuesday you do your chest and your triceps, uh, Wednesday you do your legs, and then Thursday you do your shoulders. That's all fun, but that stuff is really for bodybuilders that are, sorry guys, a lot of times using a lot of supplements, um, and that's why they're able to achieve packing on muscle like that. But for the common person, myself included, uh, you're going to burn a lot more calories and you're going to get a much better workout. You're going to make more progress quicker if you're doing those compound movements because you are using more muscle around your body each time to do those compound lifts and full body uh, movements are really what you want to focus on. I would recommend you start out with two days per week of full body movements versus seven days per week of isolation movements. Keep it even, train everything. I would even say train legs a little more than upper body because you're going to be using your upper body to do things like going to grab the weights to train your legs. So focus on them legs, get them wheels running, you know what I mean? And weightlifting burns more calories than running alone science. All right, guys. So that is my one through, what was that? 12, one through 12, uh, pillars of how to get started working out. And once again, before you start working out, get that nutrition under control, baby. Make sure you're eating the right things. Please go listen to my other podcasts. Uh, once again, my goal here is just to get this information out there. All you got to do, get your nutrition in order figure out your exercise, and get after it, all right? Thank you guys for listening. Uh, If you found this valuable, please recommend the podcast to your friends, family, or whoever you care about, mostlyfitnesspodcast at gmail.com. Also, check out the Instagram. We're always posting a lot of fun stuff on there, including how we work out, how we eat, um, and different stuff like that, at mostlyfitnesspodcast on Instagram, all right? So once again, thank you. You guys are the one that's making this happen. All I'm doing is running my big fat mouth. All right. So love and peace to all. Deuces.